Hello. Oh, hello. Hello. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need to find a smoother intro for that. I know. But... And us being all shocked and then making some ghost noises like you do. <laughs> I don't know why I'm always shocked as well. I can literally see the screen. It's like it's going to record as soon as someone joins. <laughs> and you join and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> it's begun. <laughs> anyway. A welcome smoother back. start as always. <laughs> exactly. Welcome back, uh, Hannah's sister. Um, yep. <laughs> <Our> one <laughs> listener so far <laughs> and anyone else that stumbles across this either hello or um not welcome back i don't know if anyone listened to the one before but it was fun so go listen to it um welcome from the future welcome from the future yeah um so today we are going to talk all about nottingham we are yeah so i live in nottingham uh i've lived in nottingham for 84 years now no I'm joking um <laughs> like four years is it something like that I don't know how long were we at uni for so we were at three. uni three this so is you the must fourth year yeah yeah okay god that time just <laughs> that's weird um <laughs> so um I don't know if you know much about the general history of Nottingham Hannah um but it's actually a lot it's interesting um, I know Robin Hood and like that's legit okay well, that's fine. I didn't know too much. <laughs> and I know Robin before Hood that. because of the Disney cartoon, The Fox. Like, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's why I know Robin Hood. Well, that's pretty much why most people know Nottingham, <laughs> um, which makes sense. Um, but yeah, so I was digging into the, like, origins of Nottingham. Um, there's no evidence of any occupation during the Roman era. Um, but there's a lot of documentation for the Anglo-Saxon era, Um and that's, that's so I'm so going to butcher this name um, <laughs> in the Anglo-Saxon era Nottingham was it was it's a Welsh name it was dubbed Tig I don't even want to say it <laughs> it's done so well already go go back or something <laughs> it means a place of cave dwellings okay. which makes sense well with some of the stuff we're going to talk about today a place of cave dwellings um and it was, it was dubbed that until um, it was under a new rule um, of a Saxon chief named Snot. <laughs> I'm not like <laughs> I know. Um, and then it was dubbed Snottingham <laughs> or Snottingham, <laughs> which just literally is the homestead of Snot's people. Oh my god, I can't cope. This is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Snot, good old Snot, he brought all of his people together in one area, which is now the Lace Market, uh, which is in the city centre, popping area, everyone goes to Lace Market, um, and it's now like really well known. Um, and then after that, in the 11th century, um, Nottingham's actually referenced in the Doomsday Book as, as Snottingham. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, if people that don't know the Doomsday Book, it's like a a manuscript it's like dubbed the great survey um and it's for most of england and parts of wales and it was um it was made by order of uh, william the conqueror so i think it's just like a literally a survey of the land of like what is where who owns what um but yeah and then it was the 11th century um that nottingham castle was constructed um and nottingham castle has a bunch of history related to it we'll have to go into that um when you come visit again Hannah. yeah because it was um, closed last time wasn't it yeah it was close to refurbishment um and it was supposed to be done this summer um but i don't think we're gonna have much for summer 
next next time <laughs> we just rule out 2020 is just doesn't exist as a year it doesn't exist when people talk about the history books it's just going to be one line it was just they stayed inside <laughs> um that famous year is, <laughs> the famous year where so much happened um, well, actually to be fair a lot has happened but anyway i digress <laughs> um uh, the 12th century we had the construction of st peter's church and that started like eight wait no i didn't even look up the date it was like a long ass time ago. A long ass time ago, there was one and there was an eight some, somewhere. Um, and also in the century, there was the construction of a year old trip to Jerusalem, Ooh. which is uh, attributed as Britain's oldest pub. Um, I love definitely that. Definitely somewhere we should go. Um, it has um, a bunch of creepy stories associated with it. So there are loads of little places in Nottingham. Um, they have loads of creepy little histories and a lot of it's to do with uh, the caves and stuff which I'll get onto in a bit um but there's like a little I'm not going to dig in too much to a lot of this stuff because a lot of it's not relevant or you know this isn't a history podcast so I'm not gonna bother um <laughs> so there's some interesting bits but the things that Nottingham's actually really known for like Hannah said Robin Hood um everyone knows the legend of Robin Hood um steal from the rich give to the poor attractive um, Disney fox Attractive Disney fox. Um, I think that says a lot about us. <laughs> Disney um, do attractive foxes. Like Zootopia has an attractive fox as well. What is this? Do you know what? You're not wrong. You're not. Okay. All right. <laughs> We've gone off on a tangent again. <laughs> We've gone off again. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Robin Hood's said to live in Sherwood Forest. Um, it's just north of uh, Nottingham. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Um Loads of also very spooky stories from Sherwood Forest, another place Harry and I should definitely go. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, the actual accuracy of Robin Hood is questionable. Loads of people have, say, like, claim him as like their own folklore mans, but Nottingham's really capitalised on it. <laughs> and then there's, there's the big Robin Hood statue um, in Old Market Square. So that's kind of what Nottingham's like known for. Um, obviously, that's that that's it like know how to segue into the next bit there did not have to segue into the next bit but yeah um aside from that there's loads of like smaller spooky places in nottingham which hannah and i will definitely spooky spooky places uh that hannah and i will definitely visit Uh, as like newstead abbey um the church rock cemetery st mary's church there are some real spooky stories about st mary's church oh honestly i cannot wait for some of those yeah um loads and loads of places your trip to jerusalem like i mentioned the bell in as well hannah and i just agreed that we're so gonna book a room oh my god it'll be so much fun Um, we'll spend a whole spooky night investigating yeah there are some real spooky stories that i've read about that place um but yeah so um, there's a lot in Nottingham. There's a lot of historic stuff, a lot of spooky stuff. So, um, recent, not recently, actually, it was quite a while ago, wasn't it, that you visited? Oh my God, yeah, ages ago. 84 years ago. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Too long um, ago. <laughs> yeah. What, the first um, visit or the second visit? Um, the second visit. No, actually, let's go with the first visit. Okay. Cause so the first visit was like March last year, I think. Yeah, Same. and that was when we went to Wollaton Hall, yes. wasn't it? Yes. So there were a few places in these visits that Hannah and I went. One was Wollaton Hall. We also did a tour of Nottingham Caves, which I'll get into in a bit, and the Galleries of Justice as well. Um, but yeah, the first trip, um, we went to Wollaton Hall. Now, Wollaton Hall 
um is absolutely beautiful like from the outside you look at it oh my gorgeous yeah it is insanely insanely gorgeous um and it was architected by let's see robert smithson and built for Sir Francis Willoughby. Um, it opened to the public in 1926, and that was when um, Nottingham's Natural History it became Nottingham's Natural History Museum. Um, so, yeah, it was basically this place was constructed, and then it was passed down through generations as a Willoughby family. Um, in the early 17th century, there was a massive fire, um, and then it was remodeled to like a Windsor Castle style. Um, and where you might know this place not spooky but kind of funny um it was in the dark knight rises it was like wayne manor um, <laughs> exactly um so yeah it's absolutely beautiful there are massive grounds around it um i really would recommend going to see it um and apparently the man of the house sir francis willoughby um he made a lot of fortune in coal um and apparently he was a very eccentric man um and he was very weird with his workers. There's a lot of really interesting history around that. Um, but in terms of the actual house, like like I said, absolutely gorgeous from the outside. Completely caught us off guard when we went on the inside. Oh, my God, it traumatised us. Oh, my God. It is just full of stuffed animals. And, I mean, we'll get into it oh a bit God. more in a bit more detail, but we were walking around, and I was like, this is weird, and it feels... It feels way more claustrophobic than it is. Oh. And then we had a very interesting yeah. conversation with someone and she told us why. But I'm I'm going to let Hannah do some talking about that and talk about some of the creepies of Wollaton Hall. But that's kind of the general history of it. Definitely look it up. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, but creepy as hell. And the Willoughbys are weird. <laughs> to conclude. Um, they'll be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess the best thing to say about, like, our experience in this hall, like just it was draining it was tiring mm-hmm. we were like emotionally drained by the end of it it yeah. was exhausting which mm-hmm. like both of us are quite sensitive to these things so we were just like all of the negativity and like the souls that we could feel in that place was just intense mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we actually got chatting to a gift shop worker I think it was And she was telling us that actually in pretty much every space in that hall, there is stuffed animals. There are, I think it's this, she said it's the second biggest collection. Or did she even say it was the biggest collection? I think she said it was the biggest collection. of taxidermies animals in the UK. Mm -hmm. And she was saying that all the turrets are stuffed full of taxidermied animals. Like just every little bit of storage space is crammed full of them that's the thing about this place if you if you look at a picture of it there are these four massive turrets on the side and they look amazing from the outside but yeah apparently completely stuffed to the brim with taxidermy down and it's just so like creepy like it's hard to even explain the feeling like we didn't know when we went in like we said that there were going to be this many animals in there and the more we explored you know we started off like we got in there and we just felt tired and drained straight off the bat and Mm. there was this one room where I think it was like a stuffed bird of some sort or maybe it was like a a head I can't even remember what it was now I think it was a massive deer yeah and we just walked underneath it and we were like nope this this doesn't feel right like something about this place feels so dark and scared and it was just like you could feel all of this energy from these animals that were there Mm -hmm. and 
yeah we ended up just sitting in the grounds like what just happened <laughs> yeah we I remember we literally walked out and we had to just sit and like we just sat in silence for like 10 minutes just trying to like get over what we just <laughs> experienced it was very very strange <laughs> super weird um I don't think I'll forget that no. feeling as well it was so heavy I just, like it was um, just instant tiredness I could have gone for a nap mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah that experience aside that is not the only spooky stuff that goes on at Bulletin Hall <gasps> so there are two quite famous ghost stories of Bulletin Hall so I'm excited. the first one is kind of a very stereotypical ghost experience and that is that there is a white lady who haunts Bulletin Hall so mm-hmm. She is said to haunt the half roof of Willerton Hall, which I believe is because of the fire or something mm-hmm. along those lines. It's not a complete roof. But is it Lady Jane Middleton? I think so. Be- yeah, because I think when I was doing some reading for this, she was in the house. Oh, no, I found Lady Milton. There's a different thing to do with her. Okay. She, okay. she has her ghost story. Don't you worry. She'll catch us up. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, but what was said about this white lady is she would stand on the roof of the hall and during World War II it was kind of used as like a fire watchman place so World War II soldiers I guess would be on the top of the roof and they would look out to see what needed kind of to be done they were firemen so they were looking for places that needed to be put out from anything that was going on and it was said that they would be very reluctant to go on the roof because there was always this white lady up there, which is just creepy. Like, can you imagine being in the middle of World War Two, like this massive traumatic time and being scared to go on a roof because of a ghost? Like, I think that says how creepy this white lady must have been. Mm-hmm. But she is not the only ghostly lady. <laughs> So, like you said, there's Lady Milliton. Um, so she is all to do with the story of the mysterious light of Room 19. So it's said that in Room 19, a strange orange glow is always coming from the window. And um, so Lady Milton, this was her room. I don't know if I'm saying that name right, but we're going to roll with it. Um... I think, I don't know. Go so ahead. she lived in room 19 and she was actually confi- confined to room 19 and ended up dying in that room. Mm. So I can't remember the reasoning why she was confined. I think there might have been like she was left paralysed or something like is vaguely ringing a bell. Mm-hmm. But it said that her light, there's always a light in room 19 and it never goes off and they can't explain it. They don't know why this light is always on and they don't know what this light is either like they turn the lights off so it's unknown why that room glows oh i wonder if we could try and stay in wallet i don't think let's stay in wallet and we may be able to like i'll convince camp in the ground and try and see it (laughs) i'm sure they do ghost tours to be fair we probably should just see if we can go on a ghost tour i believe they do so that might be something we should do um we're just gonna That's fund the entire of Nottingham's ghost stories. Pretty much, we're gonna bleed this place dry of its ghost oh, stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is Walton Hall, or not Walton Hill, so- as I keep calling it for some reason. <laughs> oh yeah, you do. I just can't get Very it into weird. my head. I don't know why. Fair. It's because it was traumatizing. Yeah, blocked it from my mind. <laughs> but yeah, that, so I think that was kind of 
the main thing we ended up doing on that trip because that was that was weird we so exhausted. and tiring we made nachos i remember that <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah but then that was was that the same that night, was the night the... the xbox ghost yeah i thought so yeah. the xbox <laughs> we're naming them now <laughs> <laughs> the flying the sock flying ghost, ghost the xbox ghost <laughs> honestly well if you're a new listener you don't know what we're talking about you need to listen to the podcast you've got to get week. caught up on all our spooky stories to know our background yeah realistically exactly if you want to be with these in jokes that's what you've got to do <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that was the first trip i was pretty sure that was yeah. what we did and that was actually the first time i was like oh i feel these yes. things this is weird we talked about it and i think we'd like hyped ourselves up and then we were like oh god we actually do feel this like yeah yeah it was very strange <laughs> something else <laughs> Yeah, so with, armed with this knowledge, we decided to have a second trip. Hannah came to visit me again, and we planned a bit more this time. Um, we would planned to go to the Galleries of Justice and the Nottingham Caves. I believe we went to the Galleries of Justice yeah, first, Yeah, so we did right? that on the first night. Yeah, so, yeah, so on the first night we did that. Um, the Galleries of Justice, uh, if you don't know, this is really oh interesting. Because I didn't Nottingham know any of this. Is... Like, did before it. we went, I was like, this is mind-blowing. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, basically, Nottingham sketchy. Like, seriously, so. <laughs> like, especially in terms of crime and punishment. Um, I think a lot, a lot of it was kind of. Well, there's the thing. There's some unofficial records about the galleries of justice. There's a certain time period. I think it's like 1375 or something, where it was officially mm-hmm. a court. But there are some things that suggest that it was used for crime and punishment even before that. But anyway. So the Galleries of Justice is now a museum. Um, it's all about crime and punishment. Um, it's housed in Nottinghamshire Hall. Um, and so the stands on the, like the galleries there, uh, they date back to 600 AD. Um, and it's the base for Nottingham's original Saxon settlement. Um, so yeah, it's old and dark. Um, and basically a lot of it actually is built into the mm-hmm. cave system. Um, and we'll get onto that in some more detail a bit later. Um, but that's that's kind of where the unofficial part comes from. There's some suggestions in those in that like caving system that links it to crime and imprisonment specifically from Saxon times, all the way back from Saxon times. This has potentially been used only just in an official capacity since 13. Which is still a long time ago. Um, <laughs> A very long time ago. So technically in 1375, it's only a court. And then it was a prison from 1449. Um, Like I said, this is very loose because it was definitely being used before that. Um, But basically, as you walk up, um, there's these like really nice steps as you walk in. And a lot of people say they feel a lot of dread when they're walking up them because actually this was um, the steps... um, which were basically the entrance for public executions. Um, and that's something we'll get into, I'm sure, in a bit. But, yeah, public executions right on those steps. It's something people would like. It's a really tiny street, and people would crowd into the street, and they would watch these public executions. Um, and that seems very, um, what's the word? Like, very inhuman. Yeah, like, I know what you mean. Not, not very humane. Yeah. Um, but that's not even the sketchiest part okay, of all so. of this it's nowhere near yeah um so basically um <laughs> a lot of 
a lot of uh, the imprisonment areas, like I said, were built into the cave system. So you can walk around uh, the galleries of uh, justice and there's like the courtroom. Some sketchy stuff oh my went God. down in there. I'm talking like, I'm talking live dissections, all like, kinds that of just stuff. Gives me goosebumps just thinking back. Yeah, some creepy, just weird stuff. We'll get into that. Um, so yeah, you walk through and, but like the actual interior is absolutely beautiful. But then you sort of take a turn, go down a through a few corridors and um, you start to descend into <laughs> you go the caves. down and down. And that's, yeah, that's where things get weird. And there are some things down there. There's this place, it's called the pit. Um, and it's the earliest surviving part of the jail. Um, and it's where prisoners were thrown while they were, quote, waiting for their fate. Oh, God. Um, yeah and we were told basically we went into this pit i don't know if i don't know how much you remember from it but i don't think yeah. i'll ever forget it um, <laughs> we went down into this pit and it was literally like a tiny well not even tiny it was yeah. actually relatively big but then you think um, about how many people were in there exactly Ooh. so there was like a relatively big space it was all underground um and they were basically they would throw people in there um if they were gonna like if people that were gonna be sentenced to death or I was just like if it was overcrowded there's three people in there um and there was also um when oh there was God, like a place this is the worst story I think I've ever heard yeah um I won't go into it too much now we'll go into it we'll talk about it but basically during playing <laughs> they would throw people in here um and there's a very very creepy story that we were told uh, that we'll get into when we talk about what happened with us when we went on this tour um but yeah, that was the pits. And there's also another part that is not um, its not accessible by the public. So we didn't see this, but, and I didn't know this was a thing. But the sheriff's dungeon Ooh. is down there. Um, yeah, and it's supposed to be the most haunted place in Britain. It's oh deep God. in the cave system under the galleries of justice. Um, it's not accessible to the public, but they do have paranormal investigations Ooh. overnight. Um, so it's something we could look into. But apparently it is... Oh, my God. Pretty. Well, if they're not um, making it yeah, accessible and, um, to the public, I feel like that says it all right there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so aside from it being used as a dungeon, it was used as a chapel as well. So it's got a very creepy, <laughs> like, religious, <laughs> but imprisonment. You know, like, you know that very, that very yeah, creepy niche that of, like... religious kind of oh, judgment, I yeah. think is the best way to say it. Mm-hmm. Very creepy, but that's oh apparently the Sheriff's Dungeon. Apparently that's under there as well, yeah. So there's a little brief overview of it. Hannah and I went um, on a ghost tour there. So at night we, we turned up. We didn't get there early enough or book the one where we get Prosecco. No, I we should do that, that again. Everyone else was drinking Prosecco and we were just stood there like, what is going I on? Know. <laughs> More, I was disappointed I know, in us, that honestly. Was like, <laughs> Why didn't... But then I guess I we wanted clear heads for this experience. But yeah, if I can so exactly. see me being drunk and falling true. into the pit and that being that. <laughs> and I would laugh for a while before helping. Yeah. But so would you. I'd so. like laughing at myself. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, that's the, some of the history of it. I'm just going to segue into some spooky, spooky stuff. Do you wanna... I'm trying to decide spooky what to start spooky. with because there is I so know. much. So much. <laughs> Right, let's mm-hmm. let's start at the beginning again. Let's talk about going through those steps at the beginning of the National mm-hmm. Justice Museum. Oh, my voice just bent. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, <laughs> these steps were used for public executions. And 
once there was a public execution going on and like Tiff said these streets were very small and there were a lot of people who came to watch this public execution as you do entertainment back in the day (laughs) casual Sunday Um, and so (laughs) once a mass panic broke loose on these streets waiting for an execution to occur and during this mass panic there was essentially a stampede and several people died so it's thought that you can kind of feel that energy as well and I think it was reported that people could hear like footsteps and you know things like that associated Mm -hmm. with this mass panic that occurred on those steps essentially which is just like Mm -hmm. so tragic when you think about it but then also it feels a little bit like karma like maybe you shouldn't be turning up to watch someone be murdered (laughs) like yeah exactly criminal or not I think (laughs) probably a little bit problematic yeah um (laughs) so there's that I can vaguely remember her telling us like some more ghost stories about the steps but I cannot for the life of me remember what they were I seem to remember there was these very long, like, hanging um, silks by the door. And I remember her saying something about, because she, like, she looks after that place at night. Um, And I remember her saying something about, like, seeing someone or, like, the ropes moving and something along those lines. All very, very Uh, creepy and understandable, like, to be expected with, you know, hanging ropes. (laughs) like (laughs) just you can expect yeah one plus one does still equal two (laughs) so then as we move through to the courtroom like this courtroom had some serious bad juju behind it oh my god so let's talk about first what occurred in this courtroom and what it's kind of haunted by so the first thing (laughs) that was said I've literally just like lost the note I had a note written written down and I was about to say something and now I can't find the note so (laughs) but we'll start with (laughs) the dissections that would take place in this courtroom so Mm -hmm. as we went on this tour like not to spoil you or anything but you know I'm gonna anyway we got (laughs) led and told to sit down in like these seats I think it's like a viewing gallery or something so we all go and sit down there Mm -hmm. and there is this very heavy energy hanging out there and so as we Mm -hmm. were sat down there she comes over and she's telling us about the courtroom and then she's like so you should feel spooked if you feel spooked right now because you are sat where people would be dissected and we just all were like what (laughs) do you remember the story she told about the person that got a bit excited oh my god no I think I do but I don't remember the details um yeah this is not a very PG story um but so she was telling the story about how so you would have live dissections so people would be sentenced to be dissected (laughs) yeah um and you would have a crowd of people that would like pay to be there and watch entertainment Um, was limited and this (laughs) And no take, Disney yes. back in the day. And <laughs> Next best thing, live dissection. Um, <laughs> gross. But um, basically, there was a yeah, there was a man being dissected. Um, 
and there were like I said the crowd of people and there was a man in that oh crowd God, who got a bit excited me. and do you remember reached over and grabbed the guys um pee pee just ripped it off to a casual souvenir um yeah, sorry, continue, that Hannah. Happens. Just came back to me. I'm pretty sure there's said to be a male ghost that walks around this courtroom um, who is one of the dissected previous victims. I think he's like a full-body apparition. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's like a half-dissected apparition, which would be insanely <laughs> creepy and cool. But he will walk mm-hmm. around the courtroom. And so I found the note mm-hmm. I've lost. It was also said that the courtroom nice. fell at one point so the floor gave way and all the people yeah. in the courtroom fell into the cellar below which oh my god i do remember that just something else as well so mm-hmm. while we were in this courtroom i think for me this was the most significant part of this tour um i don't know if tiff feels the same way but as we were sat down mm-hmm. we were in the pitch black and we're waiting to be talked to and I remember just sitting there and thinking, I can't do this. Like, if I feel this much fear for this entire experience, I can't do it. Like, mm-hmm. it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I felt tired. I felt sick. I felt scared. I did not want to be there. I just wanted to get out. And I, I just was like, I knew this mm-hmm. was a mistake. I knew I couldn't be over being scared of these things. Like, all of this, I felt so freaked mm-hmm. out. And then the second we moved yeah. out of that courtroom and we started going on the tour elsewhere, that feeling completely dropped for me. I felt absolutely fine. Really? Like, I was happy as Larry going about this ghost tour. I was like, come on, come and show me something mm-hmm. spooky. But like sat in that courtroom, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever felt that much fear. So wow. that was definitely for wow. me the most prominent experience. That's crazy. I I definitely I agree like for me that was the scariest room but I felt something a bit different I was sat there and I remember distinctly I kept like it was very dark and I kept, I kept looking, looking to, to the, the left, left as well and I couldn't I couldn't stop like, looking they had to those the left seat things, um, didn't they? like a, a walkway or something yeah they they had yeah the walkway and there were these big pillars and there was a chair in the middle and it was like I believe yeah. it was like where the judge would be and I remember I couldn't stop looking to the left. And I, in that room, what I felt, it, it was fear, but it was also just complete paranoia. I felt like I was being judged. <laughs> like, as, like, as obviously, like, I'm in a courtroom, but I, fe- I felt disgust. Yeah. I felt, like, ashamed. Like, it was, it was so weird. Like, I've never felt that way before. The left as well. and it was, yeah. But I remember she did. It, like I was looking to the left and stuff and then she did point out oh this is where the judge would walk yeah. in and sit here Makes and I was sense. Like, oh my god why don't like and bearing in mind she'd brought no attention to our area beforehand but I just could not stop and I had complete chills the whole time I felt freezing it was a weird room was, that room yeah for sure that and room there were definitely the some really like creepy other parts of this tour so let's carry mm-hmm. on on our journey down towards the pit um so we're going to stop off at mm-hmm. the prison warden's room. And so oh my God, yeah. the kind of prison warden's area was quite, um, it was quite sad when you think about it, because a lot of the women that would be imprisoned 
would essentially sleep with the wardens and the guards and stuff like that in order to try and have like nicer mm-hmm. accommodation. So I think there was like Hustle. that negative feminine kind of like joint collective sadness in that moment yeah in that room because you just felt for the the women that had to do that in order to survive being in this place like it's horrendous isn't it so um we went into the warden's room and I get a lot like the um tour guide we were on was saying that this is the room that she dislikes the most she finds it quite overpowering mm-hmm. and she kind of gave us that warning that a lot of people do find that room very overwhelming and I didn't feel too spooked by it again I felt that kind of collective sadness but I can remember you saying Tiff that you found it quite a sad room and you didn't like being in that room mm. yeah are you talking specifically yeah, like the about bedroom the smaller room the little bed in oh I just thought I was going to throw up just thinking about And, like, a lot of people didn't Um, want to be in that room, did they? Yeah. No, I I walked in and I was instantly, like, there is something that, like, is very primal in me as a woman here. Yeah, it was kind of like, I cannot be in this room. Yeah. (laughs) And you could feel Mm -hmm. the fear of other people that had been through it. So Mm -hmm. that was quite a, like, a prominently sad kind of part of history and I think that's sad because you know that that isn't just one big story that took place that was people's reality that every single day that they would go through that in Mm -hmm. order to avoid being thrown in these pits um Mm -hmm. so we also went into a jail cell (laughs) the lights off and shut us in the jail cell and just kind of like anyone Mm -hmm. see what you can feel and stuff and it was a very creepy room it felt very dark and very mm-hmm. like something was around us and just super spooky. Mm-hmm. And again, the lady who was doing the tour had said that she'd had an experience in this room where she was sat doing, I think she sits there and like talks to people when they come into the room in general on tours. So she'd been sat in there mm-hmm. and, oh, I can't even remember what she said about what happened. I don't know if you can remember the details, but she had been sat there and I think she'd had someone in the room with her i'm pretty sure like a, a ghostly oh, apparition yeah. or something i'm trying to remember i feel like yeah. she said that she was scratched or something but like the details mm. have gone from my brain this is why i should have written notes at the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, but it yes, was definitely that jail like room that. itself was quite creepy and people are able to stay in that jail room and do paranormal investigations yeah which again is pretty pretty cool mm-hmm. and i think they've had some quite negative things come you... through there yeah do you remember what she said about the type of people they would put oh i'm room? trying to remember they the ones that were like the proper serial killery kind of people oh my god yeah so they would basically uh, they would put like murderers rapists people in there that knew they were going to be killed like people that were about to die um and they would put them in there and then if there were if it was overcrowded they'd put other people in there too um but they would those people would be in there with the murder and there was a do you remember the pipe there was the gas pipe i can't remember um do you not remember this oh my god and basically like people had died in there so many times because the people that knew they were going to die basically just gassed the whole room i do i do do you not remember this it's like quite a 
Oh my big feeling of death in that room. Yeah, so like people would get put in there with murderers, and the murderers were like, "Well, I'm at <laughs> why not? We're all with me," <laughs> and would just like, yeah, and because it was like a solid, like, room, there was no ventilation. It was literally God. like just killed everyone, and it, so, it would happen a lot. That was that <laughs> on that cheery experience. <laughs> and we're now gonna head down to the caves <laughs> slash the pits, and we're gonna talk Ooh. about. The what? plague pits experience because lordy, oh this God. is something else. So, yeah, in this room there is well, not even a room in this cave there is said to be a ghost of a little boy. So, to talk about this little boy's history, um, a bit of a warning. It's a sad one. So, during the plague, mm-hmm. the they would put plague victims in this like cave pit thing and they I think they filled it up like it was full and they shut the door they closed Mm -hmm. it in and decided they were just gonna let these victims die out which is a horrible horrible thought to be trapped and know that like they didn't give them food they didn't give them water they were just there to die and that is horrendous they just left them so some time went on and they were hearing noises I think coming from this pit and, um, you know, there's enough time had gone that people would be dead. They were ready to clear it out and probably use it again for the exact same thing. So they mm-hmm. opened up mm-hmm. the door and they could hear something coming from within these caves. And oh. essentially what they found was a little boy who had been surviving by eating the other plague victims. And so he had... Oh. eaten all of these these people and so they were trying to get him to come yeah. out and kind of you know rehabilitate him get him somewhere else they were trying to get him out of this cave and essentially he just wanted to die he i think they he mm-hmm. talked to a priest and then after that he just i can't even remember if he killed himself or they killed him but yeah. he did essentially yeah. die after being enclosed for months and surviving only by eating mm-hmm. the people around him I feel and like it was longer than years. Months, I'm trying actually. to like I was just yeah. so in shock by that experience like the fact that this little boy mm-hmm. had gone through that it was just horrendous I think it's the priest even said to him like you know you will not go to hell for this and that is when they killed him Yeah. so that he knew he was mm-hmm. going somewhere better so yeah, the, this cellar is said to be haunted by this little boy that went through that. Again, they do overnight investigations there, and it was just mm-hmm. eerie down there. It was it was creepy, like so creepy. <laughs> I don't even know like a way to explain it. Like the but... sadness was just immense. Mm. Yeah, it. I, I can't think and of like, a way to explain it. you could feel it when you walked in. Honest. You knew um, something bad had happened in there. And then she tells you that there's been plague mm-hmm. victims in there. And instantly the hypochondria in me is like, oh my God, am I going to get the plague? And then, <laughs> Ew. like, she told us that story. And I think I just felt sick to my stomach. I was like, I can't believe that someone went through that yeah. right where we're sat. Mm-hmm. So that was very horrible. And so the final thing that yeah. I am going to talk about now about the National Justice Museum is 
the where the old gallows were. So, like we said, they would do hangings mm-hmm. on the, the steps out front, but they also had another place where mm-hmm. they would do hangings. I think this was later, so I think this is when, you know, they wouldn't do public executions anymore, but they was, would still sentence people to death. Yeah. And so where these gallows were, they actually had built the lift over it. So the lift for the building mm-hmm. over that, that spot. And they say that the lift often malfunctions, that it's thought to be haunted by the last man who was executed there. And so we couldn't actually get close mm-hmm. to that place because there is just now a lift there. Like, it's not a creepy thing anymore. But I remember one of the pictures I took. <laughs> so if you've never been on a paranormal investigation, you oh. are kind of told to take a lot of photos and take multiple photos of one place. It's a good way to capture stuff. And I took a photo of that location and found an unexplainable kind of, I don't even know how to explain it, like a kind of, not even an orb, like a, yeah, sort of a like a, a blurry figure yeah. around that place that it was in the middle of a bunch of photos. It wasn't there before, it wasn't there afterwards. So, so that's creepy. happened there. And so... I think that is the kind of end of my experiences there. I don't know if you've got any other ones that you can recall, Tiff. No, I don't think so. Um, I just, I remember in that last little bit where the gallows were, they had like on the wall, they had like the oh, yeah, they people did. that had been hanged there, didn't they? It's just, just knowing creepy, that so many people like, died where you're stood. Was... And the thing is, it's a really weird thing because you're like, oh, that's sad. Mm. But also, you look at these people and they were like murderers. And how do you feel empathy for these and... people? Yeah, like fundamentally, I was like, I can't feel empathy here. Yeah, and you can still I feel, feel the weird. fear that they would be experiencing. But then yeah. it's like you can't then feel the fear of their yeah. victims because, you know, they don't get this thing mm-hmm. in memoriam to them. Like, because they've been, this has occurred yeah. to them in this place, they have now gone down in history for it. But, you know, their victims will just be forgotten, yeah. which is quite a, a sad thought, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the real difference to me in terms of, like, the the creepiness of that area compared to the creepiness yeah. of that room. Uh, with the, the yeah. Because I, I could, I was like, I can feel yeah. the victims here. And that yeah, is no, true I mean, fear. You've been put like, in this room with like, someone who was going to kill you. Like, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So, very creepy place. Creepy. So, right. let's finish up on our last <laughs> little bit of our Nottingham ghost tour for you. Yeah. So, yeah, after this, the day after we went to the Nottingham Caves. Um, now, I didn't know about the Nottingham Caves for quite a while. I lived here for a solid, like, two or three years without knowing that these caves existed. Um, but basically... Um, there is a network of caves all under the city of Nottingham, um, under the whole thing. Uh, they're artificial. They were carved out of soft sandstone, um, and they've been used for many, many things, um, but all the way back to like 1250. Um, so there's so much, so much history in them. Um, and basically it's now, it's now protected, um, and it has equal protection to like Stonehenge and stuff. So Ooh, it's marked cool. as like true heritage. Um, yeah, it's, it's really, really cool. Um, but basically, um, before the Industrial Revolution, um, it was expanded. The network was expanded massively and it became home to large populations of uh, the poorer people in the city. Um, 
especially those that were involved in the tanning industry. Uh, if you don't know much about the tanning industry, basically people would not live very long. Um, it was all about like um, animal hides and like putting a different, um, them in different chemicals. People would basically, they would get cancer, they would lose all their teeth, they would be sick, they would die very, very young. It was very, very poor people that would um, work in these situations. And we'll get into more of that because it was definitely yeah. a whole part of this experience. Um but that was a whole thing. It was used for that. Um, and then um, there was some some bits we used for, like, smuggling, secret religious lots meetings, all kinds of things. And then lots of crime, lots and lots of crime. And then during World War Two, they were used again as air raid shelters, which makes complete sense um, because, you know, it's a massive yeah, system. That's a brilliant ground. idea, it's really, perfect, that kind of thing. Um, it is. Um, and then slightly segueing back, Ye old Trip to Jerusalem, which is the oldest pub in England, is actually partially built into the cave I love system. That. Such a unique um, Which feature. is really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, and it gosh. kind of just shows how old it is as well. Um, yeah. So, like I said, these caves are absolutely massive. Um, a lot of it is closed off to the public, um, but the bits that aren't um, are very, very interesting. So we actually went on a so, yeah. daytime tour of this. Um, I think we'll probably try and go back and do a mm-hmm. nighttime one at, at some point because it's said to be a lot creepier at night. Yeah. So there are some definite ghost mm-hmm. stories that come out of the Nottingham Caves because of how old they are, essentially. There's so many things that went on in these caves. And I think my favourite kind of story that I've heard, well, I don't know if it's a favourite, I think it's the thing that would freak me out the most, is that mm-hmm. it's said that you can still mm-hmm. hear bombs being dropped on the caves so that terrifies yeah. me I'm I think that's probably like the thing that freaks me out the most and I remember when we were in that kind of section mm-hmm. that had been done up to look like a, an air raid shelter it made me, left me feeling very uneasy mm-hmm. like I, I don't like that thought at all mm-hmm. <laughs> and and so like really that's terrifying on itself like that's quite a big ghostly experience um but that is not all there is also thought to be ghosts of crying Victorian women that will walk around the caves. In fact, there's, there's just said to be a lot of Victorian women wandering these caves for some reason anyway. Um, yeah, literally, just, just like it's that. the place to be if you're a Victorian ghost. Um, there's also said to be the ghost of a child called Rosie. And visitors will leave marbles and dolls for her which is cute. I, I like a little mm-hmm. ghost thing where you leave them stuff. I always think that's really sweet. And then it's also said that you that can kind of get the lingering smell of candles throughout caves. Again, I'm guessing back from when they were having mm-hmm. to be used for various things. So this mm-hmm. it's creepy. It's very creepy and it's very old, I think. I think that's... Very creepy. Like, I'm sure there's still parts of it that are fairly undiscovered and you know there's probably hundreds of ghost stories that we won't know because people haven't experienced them yet i'm sure there's plenty of apparitions that are turning up in parts that the public can't access so that's pretty pretty creepy Mm -hmm. and like i said we went during the daytime so i know for me i didn't particularly have any experiences except feeling quite overwhelmed in the world war ii section but I did get a creepy mm-hmm. photo. I don't know if you remember this photo. 
because <laughs> it was so I again I, I took know. hundreds of random photos throughout these caves and once we'd done it I was playing with saturation and stuff like that like <gasps> we were playing around with it all to see if anything came up yeah. and there I do remember a, there was a picture of a well that I'd taken and in that there was a very creepy looking face <laughs> within the well I hope I haven't deleted these photos oh, I need to yeah, go back and like look but um yeah so I got I oh my god you know it probably could be explained away but you know it was still pretty creepy at the time any experiences you want to share Tiff yeah um so I definitely thought the world war ii bit was creepy and really really interesting I've always whenever anything about world war ii's come up for some reason I feel very attached to it even back in school, learning about it, for some, there was some part of me that like, I feel very strongly about this and I don't know why. Um, so that was just like another thing that came up. I think for me, when we, we went through this whole section um, that still had loads of like mm. um, dugout, like rectangles in the ground that were the tanning pits. Oh my um, God, yeah, it was gross. And it smelled a bit funny <laughs> and like, yeah. Um, and the woman was just like explaining the different types of work that people would do, the different stages, how long each stage of tanning would take through these bits of um, animal hide and like what would happen to the people. And I remember just like, I felt sick, not mm-hmm. sick as in like, I'm going to throw up, but like weak, I felt weak. And I felt like <laughs> I had been outside in 84 years. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know. I felt, felt that, like small. feeling. And, yeah of being enclosed within these caves mm-hmm. and the... yeah and it just it was really really weird but we went in the yeah. day because I, I mean it's dark down there it's freaking i think because there but were like kids on the tour and creepy. stuff as well like um, you can't get into the creepy details that i'm sure you yeah. get into on the tours that are adult-centric mm. I think if if we just went and it was dark and it was oh if my we just God, knew yeah. it was nighttime, we need like a spirit box or something like that would be so creepy down there. Yeah, so creepy. Um, but yeah, no, nothing nothing jumped out immediately. I would be oh so gosh, curious definitely. to explore some of the other parts of the cave. Um, and there is a tour, like a ghost tour that takes Ooh, you through so to that. Jerusalem and some other haunted pubs, and then down yes. into those caves. So we'll definitely do that. Um, and it also goes oh, through some historic that. stuff we'll with Robin Hood as well. So agenda. Stuff there. So. Exactly. The oh, 2021 Nottingham 2.0 agenda. Work, <laughs> so we can just do it all. <laughs> just go intense. Oh my God, I would love that. <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, that. so those were the places that we visited that time. Um, and that was also when we yeah, had the devil card. that one tarot experience ironically um, the most scary part yeah, of that entire um, weekend occurred in your house <laughs> oh yeah that's honestly well i mean when that happened if, once again if you don't know what we're talking about check the last podcast Although we talked about all the past spooky stories um but yeah when <laughs> oh we do oh we do <laughs> um but yeah um that was that trip. Oh, it was, it was very spooky. We're definitely going to do it again. Um, but that's, yeah, that's some we talking points. Not to like I said, there's a lot more. There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of cemeteries, a lot of churches, um, a lot of very old workhouses. Oof. Like Nottingham has a lot of old mills and stuff as well. Um, 
very very creepy stuff a lot to still explore so stay tuned for nottium 2.0 yeah um yeah i guess for now it's update time hannah has a very very funny experience of felix the duck (laughs) and i'm going to preface this by saying (laughs) i'm sharing this with you so you can see that when we are telling our stories we are telling you the truth because this is yeah (laughs) this is debunked this is this is not what happened. So, but it is basically this all occurred a couple of days so ago. Funny. And my mum had come down from the bathroom and told me that she has heard a duck in her bathroom. And she'd heard the duck behind her, and then she'd moved positions in the bathroom and she heard it again in a different position. And then she heard it one more time again behind her. So this was all very like <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this is so exciting! I like bounded up the stairs to go and investigate this <laughs> apparent ghost duck that we had. We were like trying to debunk it. We were like, well, this ghost so can't funny. have been not this ghost. This duck could not have been outside the window because we wouldn't have heard it in the right place. Like, <laughs> is this duck in our walls? Like, what is going on with this duck? And then my dad had said that he'd previously heard the duck as well. So. At this point, I'm like, this is so exciting. Like, I know. I was like, we've, we've yeah, got for your dad stuck. to say that this as well. Incredible. So I told Tiff. We named, <laughs> we named him Felix. She messaged me. Very good. <laughs> and then about five or six hours later, my mum comes running back down the stairs and she's like, I heard it again. I heard it again. It made this noise like, meh, meh. And instantly, I know that we have not got ghost stuck. <laughs> what we have is my fitness watch which has been <laughs> sat on the side in my bathroom for like two weeks because of I like at the moment I'm not going to work so I don't have my watch on and every half hour <laughs> it tells me that I'm being lazy and not moving and it makes that exact noise oh my god <laughs> and so it's still a little bit weird I don't know how <laughs> it's doing it it's sat on like a, a dish in my bathroom and I think it's the noise is then transferring through the like ventilators in our bathrooms and pushing the sound into their bathroom or something. Mm-hmm. So it's still a little bit odd. But yes, Felix, Felix the Duck mm-hmm. was debunked. Felix was a watch. <laughs> so there goes my experience. It's very sad. I was like, I was oh my God, Tiff, I'm being haunted. <laughs> I talked about it and now it's happening. I have a duck. <laughs> Yeah, you're just funny. You must be like, I've got something that's going to make so you lose yeah, it. Sadly, we don't have a duck ghost. Felix is no more. That's very sad. <laughs> Maybe just I'll buy because a duck I went through five Felix. hours of being incredibly excited about the fact that I possibly had a ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I haven't had the same experience of being excited about having ghosts. I can tell you that much. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I, in the last podcast, talked a little bit about some of the stuff that's been going on in this place, um, you know, including weird running and just creepy music, all kinds of stuff. Um, and when we were on the podcast, my window um, opened. Ugh, creepy. Like the the handle flipped up oh my god and, and we EVP. and we caught an evp um yeah so if you listen back i oh don't remember god. exactly what the timestamp is yeah for just it. listen from 18 it's like 18 to something, and it's in it? there <laughs> yeah oh, and basically i'm talking about um 
the old woman that I used to see when I was a child, apparently. And as I'm talking, I'm like, you know, I think I've seen her before. Or I think, I think I've seen her since then. And there's a small gap. Oh, it's And so someone creepy. whispers. Honestly, maybe. I freaked out. Yeah, I swear to God. Yeah, like, listen back. It's really weird. And it's very clearly not Hannah or myself. Um, and it's a very clear whisper. But it's like, it's so... Yeah. It just I don't know, it's like, it's sense. timed in a way that you're like, what the hell? Um, yeah, so weird. And then I was on, uh, I've been working from home, um, and I was on a Zoom call with my team. And the, where I had my laptop positioned, you can see, like, behind me, there's my windows in my living room, like, TV and stuff. Like, there's a whole background. Um, and I was on the Zoom meeting, and oh. my window flipped, like the handle flipped open and the door, the window actually oh God, opened all the way. Terrifying. And my whole team and everyone, we were like, what the hell? Um, and everyone <laughs> saw it. You have witnesses. I saw it. I was here. They saw it. Like, it happened. I have witnesses. Um, and I was like, wow, that's weird. Because it literally opened. Um, if it just, you know, opened, I'd be like, oh, if it was flipped oh, up, I'd be like, oh, it's that just weird. So but no, it opened. Um yeah. Oh my god. And then and then <laughs> I was relaxing. I'd had a long day. I've been working all day. Working from home is hard. Um so I was like, right, I'm gonna grab me a glass of wine. I'm gonna sit in the bathtub. So I was having a real good time. I was sat in the bathtub, I was playing Stardew Valley on my Switch, I had my wine, then I put my Switch down, and I was like, Do you know what? I'm gonna check the podcast. I'm gonna see if anyone listened to it. So I opened it up. Uh, and as I opened it up, my lights started dimming, like properly flicking on and me, off. Excuse me, what? And I was like, hmm. <laughs> hmm. At this exact moment that I opened this podcast, are you joking? Um, and so I was like, that's really freaky. But, you know, could oh, just be a fluke. Maybe I imagined it. Who knows? Then it happened again. And I was like, right. And I started hearing noises. So I was like, right, I'm going to get out of the bus because <laughs> I'm currently just like vulnerable. You know, if I have to fight a ghost, I don't want to do it naked. Um, Exactly. Um, And so I got out of the bath and I went and sat in my living room and I was like, do you know what? No, I'm fine. I calmed myself down. I was like, it's fine. It's no big deal. Um, And then it happened again. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, do you know what? Fuck you. (laughs) Um, But yeah. And apart from that, I've still had the weird running, the weird noises. Um, but I haven't reached out. Oh. Weirdly enough, it's not at night time. Good. At least you're being able to sleep. It doesn't happen at night time. Um, that's the thing. I think it's someone... Yeah. I don't, like, I don't feel complete fear. I think someone is just messing with me and they know that it wouldn't even be funny to message mess with me at night time because I just wouldn't entertain it anymore. Um, yeah. Bye. <laughs> I'd just be like, yeah, sorry, you have to leave. Um, yeah, <laughs> you're not welcome here anymore. Um, yeah, that's so, yeah, that's been really on. interesting that's kind of yeah that's the sort of update to I'm so invested my life at this current moment <laughs> yeah yeah well I'll let you know if anything else happens I've gotten to the point where I can't really watch spooky stuff <laughs> it's too close to home I'm just freaking myself out and that's really it's a shame it's a shame oh my god I YouTubers love talking about ghosts I love watching YouTubers talking life. about creepy stuff like Oof, it's so much fun. BuzzFeed have started really the same new season ones, of Unsolved. Though. I'm not, I'm not big on like, true crime ones. Me too. I mean, I love true crime, but oh, I'm a big true crime girl. So I, I still love it, but the true crime, the ghost like, crime cases that mm-hmm. everyone's done, like they're not very original on their their cases. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, that's mm-hmm. my review of BuzzFeed Unsolved. This is true. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I tell you what, I do watch all the time, like, well, just as a pick-me-up. Um, I am re-watching think... Glam and Gore's ghost, like, investigations. What? Like, there's no tomorrow. <laughs> Me too! Her ghost investigations are amazing. Yes, that's what it. we should do. That's what I do we're going to film. That's how we're going to do it. Yes, what's ghost. going on? <laughs> when I'm sat on the Zoom call and I'm like, I guess. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. I, I support you, Hannah. <laughs> yeah, we've covered it all. Right. I think that's everything on the agenda. We have. Um, like we said, we're going to have a Nottingham <laughs> 2.0 as soon as we are able yeah, as soon as Papa Boris says <laughs> that we can go outside. We'll go we talk to outside, people. We will. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We will. Um, probably, we'll probably stay in the Bell Inn. Um, we definitely have to take a trip to... Yeah, I'm not sure that would be old trip to Jerusalem. <laughs> should have chosen my words better. Um, Do some spooky graveyards. No, uh, St. Mary's Church. Um, yeah. Some, yeah, there's that, um, the Church Rock Cemetery. List. Yeah. Um... All the yeah. workhouse. There's also St. Peter's Church. Loads of stuff to be All investigated the in the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. We'll figure Good. something out. Well, I don't know what we're going to do next week, but we'll figure something out and we'll be yeah. here. Um, <laughs> How do we end this thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leave us a review. Right, that's, That'd be that's nice. We need to figure if you out have as listened well. to us rambling, we'd really appreciate it. To know yeah. That our little weirdos are out there listening. Yeah. yeah. I would appreciate that, yeah. Um, and then check back on our other podcast yeah, if you haven't listened speaks. to that already. It's very entertaining, very spooky. Um, <laughs> yeah, get some context on the random in-jokes we've been Yeah, sprouting. and stay safe. Um, and join us next week. Important. Yes, stay safe, stay inside. Um, yeah. Don't be messing Don't with these boards. I know pieces. so many PSAs. Not a good idea when you can't leave. Don't do it. No, exactly. If you invite something <laughs> in, you're inviting it to actually be your housemate do for Stay the safe. next like six months. So don't do it. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Okay. Right. We're